see kevin got neth started on this bunny trail about fucking gudatama phone cases and we've spent a couple of minutes now and i just kind of like started the show unilaterally instead of waiting for everybody to kind of get ready and get together on it um i told them to all shut their fucking mouths and get ready for the show and here we are Welcome to episode 187 of the Coast to Coast Expanded Universe podcast show. My name is Gavril. These are my lovely, lovely co-hosts, Neff. No. And Kevin. No means no. It is episode, as I said, 187. Today's date is March the 25th, 2023. How is everybody doing on this lovely, lovely March weekend? Good. Peachy keen, jelly bean. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Sure. <laughs> the absolute fuck. Um, yeah, uh, that was an accurate uh, summation of the beginning of the show because uh, we've been sitting here for half an hour trying to get the show started, and uh, the whole time was not dedicated to Neth looking up Gudetama phone cases, but. Not- me looking up cases thank you very much it was not all looking up gudetama phone cases but uh yeah we've just been kind of spinning our wheels for the last half hour so i said fuck it <clears throat> how's everybody doing where's our friend chris uh just... chris is out for the day he's uh he's taking a day for himself and i support it fully i thought he lost his finger see kevin i haven't run that bit in a while oh <laughs> about that bit was about to be like what the fuck what yeah this I, time I it was a fishing accident like, ne- you, you actually made Neth freak out for a second there Kevin good job yeah he did lose his finger Jesus though Jesus Christ it was an yeah, unfortunate he... fish- fishing accident Chris is not lost an unfortunate any fishing accident you're an unfortunate accident I don't think Chris has gone fishing a day in his life it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. I don't know. But Kevin, you're an unfortunate accident. How is everybody oh doing today? You started this. Fine. Doing you started fine. this asshole. I will. I will go nuclear if I have to. Diablo but Four. No. That's all I'm saying. Yes, these two have both been screaming about playing Diablo Four <laughs> for the last half hour. Yeah. These feral no. children that I am forced to deal with. Yes. I've been um, about muffin. Oh, You're gonna play with us. Shut up. <laughs> oh, muffin. See, he likes to pretend that he's not playing, but he just puts himself in offline mode. So, so I played a little I'm always bit. offline anyways. I'm always fucking offline anyways. He's like, like saying that's... on Discord. I played a little no, no. bit, guys. I did. I did. I played a little bit. I got to like level ten. Oh, okay. That's um, I didn't, didn't go crazy. I got to like 22? level ten or twelve. I'm twenty two. You're looking good for 22, Jules. Thanks. <laughs> oh. Smart ass. 
You you didn't expect me to make that joke? Come on. I mean, I figured it was beneath even you. Bullshit, ma'am. Nothing is beneath me. That's true. Nothing's beneath him. Um, how has everybody's last couple of weeks been? Good. I celebrated yeah, I a birthday. Hey, yeah, that is. You quick. did. You got older. Yes. You are one day closer to entropy. How does it feel? <laughs> Feels horrible. I've had yeah. nothing but health problems this whole year. Uh, you want to? You also want to? You also want to talk about the elephant in the room? Uh, yeah, I've got glasses on now. That happened yeah. in the past two weeks. <laughs> Holy shit! It's almost Everybody. like all of us said, "Told you so." <laughs> uh-huh. It's yes. almost like we all have glasses now. It Kevin was the holdout. Sometime within the past fifteen years, I developed an astigmatism, and mm-hmm. yeah. The last time I went to the eye doctor was like 15 years ago. They said I had better than 20-20 vision in my left eye. And now I need glasses. So Okay, so but astigmatism has nothing to do with 20-20 vision. It's the shape of your eye and where your focal distance is. So you can still have astigmatism and have 20-20 vision. Oh, okay. Well, I need glasses now. My mother had, (laughs) uh, had issues. She needed readers, and that was it. But she had astigmatism. Yep. Which is uh, where I got it from. But she had almost 2020 vision. She just needed readers for like magnification purposes. And, and Kevin, in all honesty, you very likely had the astigmatism your whole life. It's just now that you actually need a prescription as well, it's now getting diagnosed. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, how is that going for you, by the way? It's been I've a couple only had of days. For a few days so far. Yeah. But uh, is, are the headaches starting to subside? My eyes are like a lot more rested at the end of the day. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) I didn't like immediately. I'm pretty sure I suggested that. See, I told you the naps would go down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Did you do the blue light blocking and all that bullshit? These, yes. And on the other ones, those are the ones you got from. These are the the ones that I overpaid at the eye doctor for. Yeah, you always will overpay um, the eye doctor for, yeah. The ones. The ones that I got from iBuyDirect, I'm actually going to return because you guys didn't like them. But I, I think okay, it's not that we yeah. didn't like them. They just, don't, I don't think they fit your face properly. Yeah. yeah. So I would suggest um, I like Zinni personally yes. for mm-hmm. ordering online. I like Zinni personally, so I would suggest buying from them. I can they have a really them. good process. They have a really good process, and I really enjoyed. I've, I, these are from, these and, are from and, Zinni. And Kevin, when you look at Zenny, you want to look by shape and you want to go either square or rectangle. Yep. Yeah. Look by shape. That's do, what not, I did. do not pick any shape other than square or rectangle for your face. Yeah, I'm good with that. But I, I still found think out... I still think a rounder lens would work for him, but not a pure round. Not with how, no. not with how round his head is. I look. Yes, I have a very roundish head. And the uh, baldness <laughs> really accentuates that. <laughs> well, see, the problem is I have a long face. I have a long, narrow face, but my glasses work for me. Yeah. Yeah. But well, they balance it out. But the thing is, is that I used to go with much, much narrower frames. I used to go with much less tall frames. My frames used to be much smaller. Uh, Well, but that you're supposed to get longer frames if you have a longer face. Basically, that's what I. I've never heard that myself. I've never heard that. Never heard that. Yeah, I I was I always remembered that if you had a narrow face, 
you wanted to go with a more rectangular frame. If you had a rounder or more square face, you wanted to go with a more square or rounded lens, uh, frame. That's what I, I always heard. I heard that you have to go the opposite. If you have like an angular squared off jaw, you should go for a round. And if you yes. have like a round, you should go for a square. Yes. Look at this jawline. <laughs> Chiseled. Sure. I know. Just narrow ass face, that's all. I mean, yeah, I know that I have to go at least for a 140 mil wide. That should mm -hmm. work. So we'll try. I've that. worn my glasses enough that I have completely worn off all of the uh, information. But I have my prescription. I have my prescription saved on Zinni, but I have to go. I, I need to go do a new. Uh, I need to go check my prescription. It probably hasn't changed significantly, but I need to go update the prescription. It's been a couple of years at this point. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The spawn is giving me so much shit lately with my glasses. Why? Because when I'm reading, I have started doing this and I'm reading uh -huh. over my glasses. Uh -huh. Well, I had oh, I yeah. had my well, do you remember that I had progressives? I had progressive lenses on my old pair of glasses, mm -hmm. my last pair of glasses, I had progressive lenses. So I had trifocals. Ew. Wow. Yep, I had trifocals on my glasses. Uh because I needed it to read because mm -hmm. I read because I had close, middle, far up top. So I needed to read. So I, I read like this. <laughs> looking down my nose at everything. The I think the moral of the story is buy your glasses online because um, they screw fuck you Luxottica. The fuck Luxottica. Fuck their yeah, fucking monopoly over the fucking uh, over yeah. the glasses industry. Um, also, hey guys, welcome to Eldercast, the podcast <laughs> about being. <laughs> I yeah. mean, isn't that every podcast well, with me on it? Eyeglasses <laughs> can be for all ages. Kevin, we're sitting here talking about, well, with my astigmatism, I need to make sure that I've got a more rounded frame so that I can view <laughs> things with a better point of view. When are you guys going to talk about <laughs> Fortnite? Fortnite. What are we going to talk about those kids and their silly dances and their Fortnites <laughs> and their, their pubs? When are we going to talk oh, about all that? They're, They're pubs. What? They're pubs. Oh, pub G. <laughs> They're player unknown one. battlegrounds. The pubs. Um, I found a big list of like independent eyeglass companies too. If you want that, mm. I'll take a look. Um, I really want to get the ones from Pear that I showed you. That, I... That's that's my thing. I okay I, okay. So. I don't like Warby Parker's business model, but I do respect that they basically kickstarted the sort of direct purchase for oh, yeah. frames and lenses. I do respect yeah, the sure. hell out of that. I don't like their business practices, really. What is Warby Why? Parker? I don't know. It's just something. Warby Parker was one of the first online. Um, like, fuck Lenzotica, buy your glasses from us. By, yeah, that, they're, they're very much a disruptor in the industry. And I hate saying yeah. disruptor because disruptor just sounds like some marketing buzzword bullshit, <laughs> but they very much were a disruptor in the market. Yeah. They have cool glasses. Mandy actually bought a I, pair. I like their, I do like some of their frames, but yeah, it's their prices are still very <clears> high. <throat> yeah. Because they're, they're fucking tech bro stuff. So it's as much or more than what I got at the eye doctor now. So 
but I heard good reviews about iBuyDirect and they have a 14 day like zero yeah. like my return refund policy. My buddy buys his glasses from iBuyDirect. I buy mine from Zinni. It's just it is what it is. We just mm-hmm. both have different tastes on it. I like cheap, very simple, classic design. It's mm-hmm. all I care about. Cheap, simple, classic. Yeah. My my sunglasses, my prescription sunglasses are a pair of knockoff Wayfarers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I buy um Randolph. They're really good. Mm-hmm. They're they're one of the original companies that did aviators for the military mm-hmm. and for like pilots and stuff. Yeah, I think my next pair of prescription sunglasses will be a pair of aviators just for shits and gigs. I just I can't. I tried an aviator like eyeglass. Go- didn't work. Hmm? What enough? Kevin. Aviator is not the right shape for your face, so it doesn't surprise me at all that they don't work. Wayfarers are much more square. Aviators are much more round. Aviators would look horrible on you. I may have worked at Sunglass Hut when I was younger and had training on all this shit. (laughs) Holy shit, boys and girls, we got a fucking professional here. Many years ago. Neth working at the mall? I can see that. Based on the time frame alone. Yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. You want to fucking go? Pink shirt on. (laughs) What? You want to fucking go? Neth is like judging people at the age of thirteen. Yeah, I can see that. Or no, fifteen. Whenever we're 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 fucking we're fucking so far in the fucking weeds, and the show's barely fucking started. Hey, Kevin, what was your last two weeks like? Um, I had a birthday. It was very low key. Um, yeah, that was fun. I ended up getting. Yeah, on three. Three, <laughs> two, one. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. to you. Yeah, I'm not Happy no. birthday, Kevin. Why are you singing like Happy Oscar the Grouch? Happy birthday, Kevin. Happy birthday, Kevin. Wow. Okay. You're welcome. Um, thanks, Oscar. Let's see. We finished The Last of Us on TV. No one else watched that? <laughs> Congratulations. Anyone no one else watched that? No, have not, no not, not until right. I play the game. I think it was good. Um, LB has been keeping me up to date on what matches the game and what doesn't. So that's been a thing. Um, we, we've been watching a lot of White Collar. I think I mentioned that last time. But we found another heist-type show on TV called The Company We Keep. And it stars the guy from Heroes and a few that's other notable boring. actors, including... The wife from The Walking Dead. I don't know any of these actors' names. I'm sorry. But, like, every episode is kind of like a heist. And there's kind of an overarching story that's pretty well incorporated into the show. Um, It's actually airing on TV and we're watching it on Hulu. But it's pretty good. We we really like heists and con men type shows. I don't know why. But that's, like, my favorite genre now. Okay. So, it's worth watching. Capture a part of your life that you never got to, you never got to have the part where you were making massive heists and stealing from the rich. Yeah, exactly. Um, we also started watching glass onion on, um, Oh, I've been meaning to sit down and give that a watch. I've been meaning to sit down. It looks interesting. Well, I, I, I hate Daniel Craig's accent. But I, um, I liked the knife. I liked Knives Out. 
I liked Knives yeah. Out. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a very classic style whodunit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Very Agatha Christie. It's like, okay, I know what's coming here. Yeah. Like, I've got an idea of what's coming. And yeah, okay, I was right. I was very close. Or I was very close to right. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I, I haven't. I've heard a lot of good things about Glass Onion, but Perry and I are watching some Star Wars stuff right now. So once we're done with that, we'll probably go give mm-hmm. uh, Glass Onion a shot. Yeah. It's... Spawn and I are currently finishing Criminal Minds, and then we're starting something else. Nice. So that we got about halfway through it last night and paused it, but it's good. I like Dave Bautista in it. I like Edward Norton in it. There's, There's like... A very good supporting cast. Not that the first movie didn't have a good supporting cast, but I like the supporting cast in this one a lot. Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, fucking uh, oh god, um, Don Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, god, there's a bunch more. Michael I can't even Shannon. remember everybody from the first yeah. one. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, it was good. So, um, let's see. Oh, the one show that I forgot that I watched because we like <clears throat> mainlined it in a week. By the way, we just like recently resubscribed to Netflix because we hadn't. We've been like mon- you know, trying to limit our spending on streaming services. Uh, Physical 100. It was a oh, Korean show. I haven't watched that yet. That's, that's on our list. And it's like a bunch of the best actors from Korea or best athletes from Korea across several different types of sports, including several like Olympic athletes. And they put them head to head in like different physical challenges, um, including some team challenges. And it was really good. It was very compelling. Um, we watched it in like less than a week. It was there's like nine episodes on Netflix, um, but definitely worth a watch. And surprising. <laughs> but yeah, so watch that, too. Playing video games, I've been doing the Path of the Ronin quests on Modern Warfare 2, which is getting 50 headshots or, you know, somewhere between 30 and 25 headshots on several different guns. I'm through four guns now. Um, the automatic guns are harder than you think to get headshots. Oh, yes. Yep. Because at least in, I don't know if this is the same for Warzone guys, but for multiplayer, it is not just a head cut shot, it is a kill. So you have to get a headshot kill yep. and it can be a pain in the nuts because, um, yeah, people just don't stand there and let you headshot kill them all the time. Yep. So you gotta kind of spray and yeah. pray and hope to God. I yeah. told you shotgun is going to be rough, man. Yeah, I, shotgun's going to be rough. I kind of wish it worked in TMZ. <laughs> Yeah, fucking kill the NPCs. Oh, yeah. If you could just kill NPCs, it would be trivial. But... Well, I mean, it works in Warzone. It just doesn't mm-hmm. work in DMZ. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. But um, it's been fun. I've been trying to complete my camo challenges, and in the in the patch notes, they actually call that out. It's like, hey, while you're trying to do this, you should also try to do your camo challenges. So. I've been getting a bunch of those done, but there's definitely a few that are bugged. And um, one camo challenge for one gun is for a totally different gun, which doesn't make any sense. And then there's other ones. Um, where it's, yeah, There's a couple of them that are like that or yeah. like yeah. or it's either it's a camo challenge for one gun, but you have to do it on a different gun. Or my personal favorite is the um, 
One of the sniper rifles, one of the camo challenges is hip fire shots with the fucking sniper rifle. <laughs> Who hip fires a fucking sniper rifle? Yeah. Uh, 360 no scopers. <laughs> All right. What, what is your least favorite? Prone or mounted kills? I don't like Neither. Kills. I prefer both of those. I don't oh, like really? I don't like <laughs> I prefer sniping, so I like both. <laughs> You're I don't like back, dropping Kev. prone at all if I can help it. I will mount every day of the week, but I don't like dropping prone at all. Mounting can just be annoying unless you have a good spot to set up. Yeah. I can find the angle every time. It's just, I just don't like dropping prone. It's like, I, I cannot, I feel like I can't get it to drop prone consistently enough. <clears throat> like, because I want it to dolphin dive. If I want to go prone, I want to dolphin dive. Right. But. What's a dolphin dive? That's when you're sprinting or moving and you standing to prone. Yeah, that's when you go straight from standing to prone rather than having to do that long animation of going to the ground and then laying down. Like when when you're when you're in games and you see someone run and then they kind of go whoop and then they're laying down. Yeah, that's that's standing still and and going to the ground is painful. It's very painful. That's why I don't like like going prone. But I mean, it's worth it because I think when you're fighting someone and they're doing that right in front of you, it can be super annoying when you're like trying, especially when you're trying to get headshots and then well, they're like, no, fucking, I'm going to go on the ground now. I can't hit a single fucking person when they're on the ground, but everybody can shoot me when I'm on the ground. So yeah, it's yeah, it's it like a you problem. <laughs> it sounds like a skill gap. Yeah, it's a skill gap. It's a skill gap issue. Apparently <laughs> fuck you too. Well, everybody, I mean, anyone who's playing multiplayer now should be trying to get head kills or headshots, and that yep. is the worst. But when someone is on the ground, it's a lot easier to get a headshot. <laughs> yep. So, yep. but I'm doing that. Yep. And then shotgun I'm sure we'll get melees. into... Mo- shotgun melees and launchers will be easy. Just get it a shipment round and go nuts. Oh, yeah. Well, the well, melee has to be from behind. Yep. Yeah. Still that's rough. Shipment. Just get a shipment round. I've been slowly picking away at handguns doing AFK drops at Warzone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not bad. You handguns are pretty easy perk. on shipment, too. But we need shipment to go back onto, like, 24-hour shipment. Yeah, they, took 20... it off. they took it off for this reason. You know that. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like every... Well, there's a lot of people who are joining multiplayer matches not getting shipment and dropping Q. Like... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Shoot House. They just like quit the game. I love game Shoot House. I actually like Shoot House. Wait, which one's Shoot House? That's the, the fake house, the plywood houses. Like, that's the that's the training course. Yeah, the training ground. Oh, okay. With the it's burnt the, out cars on that, one side yeah. and it's got the shipping yeah. containers on the other. And it's yeah. got the long lane up the middle where everybody likes to set up at either end to try and snipe people. Gotcha. Yep. I like Shoot House. I think Shoot House has great. I actually, angles. yeah. I, I that's that's one of the maps that I like the most. <clears throat> I like it a lot more than I like shipment. I mean, I don't. Shipment is shipment. chaos. Shipment it's, is just, hey, guess what? I heard you like flashbangs. Well, <laughs> I heard I you ask like flashbangs and sun grenades. If you, if you could get done all of the no the toy, please. Sorry, I'm the, sorry. If you had a choice and you could get done realize. all of the gun camo challenges. In like a week on ship, but you could only play shipment versus doing all of them normally on any other map but shipment. Would you do that? It depends. 
it would depend wholly and completely. Like, is there a time frame? Is there a time limit imposed in this? Because I don't think I could play nothing but shipment for a week and get all of these challenges done. I don't think I could. I don't think my brain could handle that. Okay. Like, I don't think I could handle playing like 400 games of shipment. Yeah, I, I think it's because like in my head, playing shipment is cheating. Because it's just so easy to do camo challenges. It's like, uh, am I, How is it am cheating? I making it less fun by just banging out camo challenges on shipment versus playing the game normally? The question is, is, is grinding camo challenges fun to you? Yeah, I like grinding camo challenges for sure. But then in a way, I case, think shipment yes, is cheating. Shipment, but if that's the case, then yes, shipment is cheating. That's fine. You can, you're entitled to that opinion. Me, who doesn't like grinding camo challenges, I would be like, oh, this is a godsend. I just want to have the thing so I can do my customization. Right. The, the fun I have is in the customization process and, and having something I like rather than mm. earning it. I am, I am a journey person. Sorry, I am a destination rather than journey person. Yeah. I mean, shipment well, is basically regard, power leveling. In this regard only, I am a destination rather than journey person because normally I am a journey person rather than a destination person. You could spoil something all day for me in uh-huh. a movie or a show, but I'm going to still be happy taking the journey. But in this case, no, fuck the journey. The journey fucking sucks. I don't want to fucking get 700 fucking kills with an SPX, okay? <laughs> fuck that noise. Yeah. I think it's definitely like akin to power leveling in other games. Which I don't mind doing either. Yeah. I don't power. Okay, so that's the problem. As you bring up power leveling, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I love power leveling people in Diablo. I'm in a. In Diablo 3, I am in a channel specifically for power leveling people during the season. Mm -hmm. There's a channel for that, and I've been in that channel for a long time. Hmm. And yeah, I like doing that. That's just something I enjoyed doing. I always liked getting, trying to get up to max level as fast as possible, get geared enough that I can power level people and then run them through things. That was right. always entertaining for me. Because I think it's a little different in Diablo 4 because kind of the game starts at level 70. How about, how about we go ahead and finish up our last two weeks and then we can start talking about Diablo? Yeah, we will. <laughs> okay. We keep getting sidetracked. Yes, um, we do. I did play some Diablo 4. We'll talk about it later. I'm done. <laughs> I, played Call of, <laughs> I played Call of Duty. I played Dota with LB. And I played a small amount of the D4 beta. Um, and and as, as I told Neff and I told her friend, Nick. Nicole. I'm, yeah, I told them the reason I'm doing this is FOMO. And th- there's those two reasons. Primary one is FOMO. There are unique cosmetics you cannot earn outside of this beta period. Go ahead. Yes, Kevin. Um, did your FOMO make you buy the expensive version of the pre-order? I didn't buy the game, Kevin. Okay. The open beta doesn't the require a purchase. Well, yeah. doesn't the... That was last weekend. Doesn't the expensive version also have stuff you can only get yes but i always don't give a fuck about collector's editions collector's editions can go fuck right off in my opinion so what's the difference between 
Like why, uh, why do you have FOMO against the beta $70 stuff? fucking dollars. This is free. I can mm-hmm. log in during this beta weekend and acquire the things. Okay. I will still be salty about the collector's edition items if they're something that's completely 100% unique. I will still be salty about that. But I will also understand that that is, I am buying those cosmetics. That is a microtransaction I have chosen not to make. This is a free item I have a choice to get or not to get. Okay. But the problem is, in my FOMO riddled brain, I can't not have the thing. Hmm. Uh, and the other thing is feedback because I am a very long time Diablo player I've been playing Diablo since the first Diablo I love ARPGs I've played the shit out of Torchlight I've played Path of Exile I love ARPGs Mm -hmm. and I feel like even if I don't buy the game the feedback that I can help deliver is important overall Yeah, because that's what betas are for that's what betas are for, is for providing feedback. Yeah. That's why um, uh, Dragonflight, I didn't really engage because I didn't think that I could give valid feedback. I didn't think I was going to be able to give valid feedback, so I was like, okay, this is not a demo. I don't get to go play this just for shits and gigs. No, it's like I'm, I'm going in to help with testing, and I don't think that I can give valid feedback. I don't think the feedback that I'm going to deliver is going to be good, so I'm going to not engage with it. That's fair. Okay. So, that's just me, though. Um, but yeah, and uh, it's wanting to help provide feedback because I do want Diablo <clears throat> 4 to succeed. I would like the game to succeed. Because, yes, if, if my dream comes true and, you know, the Activision Blizzard Microsoft merger happens and they wipe out the C-suite and they're like, this is how the company is going to be run now from Microsoft's like, this is how the company's going to be run now. We're done with these people. I'll be like, yeah, OK, we'll give it a shot. See how it goes. I will, I will come back to Blizzard products and see how it goes. If they wipe out all the people, a lot of the people who cause these issues are gone now. but. The fact of the matter is there still is a uh, there still is an infection at the core that uh, needs be dealt with that has not yet been dealt with. So. Hey, Neth, how's your last two weeks been? Peachy King Jelly Oh, what have I done? Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yep. I played slay the spire and somehow finally fucking got that fourth character um, today i'm gonna sit down and show you a dead branch corruption run on iron oh, okay yes i'm gonna show I, you that and you're gonna it's show fun. me you're gonna you're gonna show me play style for the fourth character too yes so, yes yeah. okay yeah. okay um did a little bit of horizon zero dawn did some Warzone with various combinations of Gav, Kev, Nem, Fusion, Nick. Um, DMZ with Gav and Kevin, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and correct. some with Nem. A little bit with Nem, yeah. We did a couple with Nem. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the D4 open beta, because I have been fucking dying to get my hands on this. And I already have the items that you're all FOMO about, because I've hit level you hit 20. 20. Yeah, you hit level 20. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, the world boss goes up today at noon. The last time the world boss will be active will be noon uh, Pacific time. Okay. Nice. Uh, I believe it's 10, 11, and noon. 
Pacific time. Okay. So that's two, three, and four my time. Right? Yeah. I believe that's four correct. Hours. You're four hours ahead, right? Okay. You're a full four yeah. hours ahead. Yeah. 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 So you're yeah. full four hours ahead. So yeah. Two, three, and four. Yeah. Okay. So if I suddenly get distracted in about 50 minutes, it's because no, Gab. Be I think the first one's actually live right now. I think the very first one's live right now. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's about all I did. Um, yeah, nice. And looking at looking at plane tickets because I'm going away next month. So where are you going? Oh, where are you going? My stepbrother's getting married. Oh, where? Get you. Uh, where I grew up, Niagara Falls. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was that far. What's the drive? Uh, it's... Oh. What's the drive? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Um, hold on. Uh, so it's 10 a.m. noon, 10 p.m. and midnight Pacific time. So the world boss will be able be available four times today. The first time in. Not quite an hour. Uh, 17 hours if you cut through the states. Seven good luck. Hope hours. You, good luck. Hope yeah. you got your goddamn passport wow. ready to go. And if you don't cut through the states, it's 18 and a half. Yikes. Is there literally a button for that? For what? For like, do you want to go through America or not? He's asking like MapQuest or Google yeah. Maps or whatever. Is there a button that says avoid well, no, international it's just, travel? It's just there's literally only two routes you can go from here to well, there. One is through the States. One is through Canada. Oh, is, you have is, option A or B. That's is it. He, wait, what side is he getting married on? The Canadian side. Okay. They're Canadian. Yeah, Canadian better. Why the fuck would he get married on the American side? I don't know. Because he's we're exotic. Flying. We're not. We're flying. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll likely fly into Billy Bishop in Toronto, and then um, take the go take the um, go transit down, which is. Are the you going to see Stone? Uh, probably not. Because oh. be um, I, I mean, it would be, but I we're probably only going to be there for five days, and it's the first time we've taken a trip in a few years that hasn't been for a funeral. So it's going to be nice to like hang out with family, family and not yeah. have to cry constantly. <laughs> oh, but you're going to cry constantly anyways. Yeah, at the wedding because eh, nah. it's so beautiful. Nah, she don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cry because it's beautiful. That totally sounds like me. That totally sounds like her. Hey, fucking feedback. Where where's this non-existent bullshit? Go ahead. Start. Okay, Kevin. We had countries that listened. Well, not countries, but people within countries from the U.S., South Africa, Germany, Canada, and Singapore. Okay, you sag. Yeah. That was a really good catch, by the way. That was really good. You 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 got it. You're fine. Did not did not did not go live on that. You're fine. Neth just let out the fucking unholiest goddamn sneeze, and she just barely got her mic muted in time. I can just I'm seeing her on camera right now, and she's just like, "Oh God, did I get it? Did I get it?" <laughs> well, your head snapped around so fast. I didn't 
were reacting to like me actually like the force yeah. of the sea. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was reacting. To, I saw you go like boom. <laughs> 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 but you reacting, I was like, oh shit! I didn't get it. I just blew out everybody's eardrums. Yeah, we're uh. <laughs> nice lists, Gavin Neff. Fuck you too, LB. Fuck right off. I don't give a shit. <laughs> we I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> hey, we're trying to get through through this show, LB. LB, I'm trying to get through my li- my my shit real fast for Kevin and Neff's sake, okay? Because I'm going to go play Slay the Spire after this more than likely. LB, um, picture there you. being a new Dota game. That's what it's like for us right now. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> let me put this in the terms that LB understands. There's a new Dota game that just came out, and we want to play it. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yes. Um, oh my yeah, god. So we had a story. We're cutting the story because these two would like to really talk about D4. I would be happy to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't repeat that on air, LB. But thank you. LB says, Thanks for fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you too, you fucking okay, piece I'm, of shit. Okay, I'm going to jump into this. <clears throat> I 100% so like, can repeat it on air. <laughs> they would like, we, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the feedback that they've we've gotten so far for D4. Um, like I said, I've played a little bit. I've played a bit. I played maybe an hour or two, I think. I'm uh, about two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've played a, more we, than that. <laughs> we've got some feedback to give on it. Uh, Neth definitely played a lot more than that. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'll start off. Um, visually, it looks like PoE or some of the stuff I've seen of Diablo Immortal. Like visually, <clears throat> like the visuals they're using very much kind of jibes towards that sort of Diablo Immortal. Okay, of having, not, having not seen PoE, I can't compare it to PoE. Um, Kevin, you played PoE. (laughs) Yeah. Well, PoE started from D2 and it looks more like D2, so it makes sense. It's darker. Darker and grittier and more gory and gothic. Can we talk about that feedback first? Because this is my number one nitpick. I hate that feedback. Oh, it's not Diablo. It wasn't dark and gritty enough. I fucking hated that. I thought that was the dumbest shit. I I never understood that feedback about. I see a rainbow. Oh, yeah. Rainbows happen in nature, asshole. Yeah. I hated that feedback, too. I was just grateful to play any other Diablo game. I was happy. I love and I liked the game. I liked the fact that it was a fast paced ARPG. Yeah. I liked that. I just, I just don't like where it ended up. Like, of basically what you watch the streamers playing on Diablo three now, where it's just like someone just going through a rift really quick in like a minute, and then doing it over again and doing it over again. It's like, eh, that wasn't well, the end I mean, game that I hoped that's, for. That's the same kind of in game Poe has. Poe just has maps and whatever the current league is, yeah. and it's just speed run. The, it's still I just feel, speed run content. But and I just feel, because you don't yeah. like it doesn't mean other people don't like it. And I, 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 I'm fine I mean, with I'm that. only I talking about myself right now. Um, but yeah, the, I think in Path of Exile, the end game felt better because there's more of a consequence if you die, number one. And well, well 
taking experience hits is a big consequence in that. Like, but I also think that there's more varied options available within <gasps> PoE. So I respect that PoE does have a better end game. Yeah. I respect that 100%. The D3, PoE has a considerably it's, better end game. Except allowing yourself to skill tree yourself into a corner. Yep. And, and then have to fucking figure out. <laughs> and then the game doesn't tell you how to respec. And then you have to spend fucking five hours diving through a forum somewhere to try to figure out, okay, what items do I need to have to respec my whole spec? But How do I do this? Yeah. I mean, you can do a lot of it on your own, but I feel like it is such a slog and it's a lot of trial and error yes. to figure out that that was always my biggest complaint is that i would get like most of the way through the core storyline every mm -hmm. time i played poe and then i would get to some point and i'm just like I, I don't know what the fuck i'm doing like yeah i get it the game's not holding my hand but i would like a little bit more information on what the fuck <laughs> i'm supposed to do here honestly <laughs> It would be really fun to go through like a month or two of PoE before Diablo comes out. Yeah. Like, and I, I reinstalled PoE because you had talked about this. You had talked yeah. about going and us playing PoE. And I was like, yeah, sure. I reinstalled. I've got it installed, ready to go on my computer. Um, the thing that I, what I think about is like, it is a polished game now and it's fun mm -hmm. to play and it's good. And you haven't been through the whole thing. So I'm like, yeah, we should, we should go through that now. Now's the best time because after Diablo 4 comes out, everyone's going to just want to play Diablo 4. <laughs> you know? But it depends. It depends. It depends on how well Diablo 4 is received on launch. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, we got way um, off in the weeds on that. This is this is this is a way off in the weeds kind of podcast today, yeah. Kevin. With the topic <laughs> so, we got, this is a way yeah, off in the weeds podcast. I just wanted to make the point. Fuck the feedback about Diablo 3 not being gritty enough or whatever the fuck people say. Mm -hmm. It's stupid feedback. Just enjoy playing the game or play something else. Yeah, No need to I, shit I, on stuff. I think, and in fact, one of the, one of the, <laughs> one of the nitpicks I've had about playing the, the bit of 4 I played is that it's almost cartoonishly gory and gothic. It's pretty dark. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's like almost cartoonishly grim dark. That's okay. I think it's like, fine. I, it's not bad, but I'm just like, okay, this is just like, ah, we heard your feedback. Now everything's going to be pulsating flesh walls and fucking well, skeletons. It's There's no it's, light here. There's no joy or happiness. It's kind of like certain, you know, like there's like certain art styles. That when you look at it, it's like very like how they draw aliens and stuff. It's like very gory and it's very kind of like visceral and gritty looking. And I just don't enjoy it. And that's kind of what I feel they went with Diablo three or Diablo four. Um, and some people really like that art style and they really like that way of how things look, but it's just not for me, but I'll, I'll still play it. I don't think it's enough. It's not off putting enough that I'm not going to play the game. I think I, so I had thought about this yesterday. I don't like the visual language they're using in D four. It's very muddy textures, very, hard to determine what's going on around you sometimes the textures are very it's all very samey kind of very varying shades of mud brown and 
dirty snow and sandy rock. It's like it's all the same yeah. thing. It's hard to differentiate. Like one of the things I liked about D3 is that I knew where my character was and what my character was doing at all times. Because it was so there was a very strong visual language between the character and the environment. To me, at least, I felt that way. If if you want a good example in the very first area of the game, kill a wolf, compare it to a wolf that's alive, and tell me the difference between the two. I know you guys yeah. are going to shit on me for saying wolf. I mean, wolf. how many times yeah, I do you have to do that? But the the point I is, is that cute. I'm not I didn't say anything. Ness is the one that started. Ness is the one that started. I couldn't tell the difference between if that wolf was alive or dead. Now, I'm certain there's probably an accessibility option somewhere, I would hope, that would, you know, differentiate, you know, it's like outlines for active foes and things like that. I would hope that there's an accessibility option in there somewhere for that. But it, it, it was just like very weird to like the first time I enter the game and the first time I kill a monster, I can't tell if that monster is dead or not. I mean, like, yeah, obviously it's dead because I can't like mouse over it. But like, it just seemed very weird that they weren't like changing it enough or it didn't stand out enough when it was alive or something that just didn't click with my brain visually. So I, I understand what you're saying about the muddy texture or just kind of the sameness of everything. Got any thoughts on that so far, Jules? No, no, I'm, I'm just listening. Okay. The, what I will say that works about that art style though, is that the breakables blend into the background better in Diablo mm-hmm. 4 than they do in Diablo 3. In Diablo it's, 3, it's more of a hidden thing. Yes. Yeah. It's like Diablo 3, like you see a barrel and you're like, okay, I got to kill that barrel because there could be something in there. And this one, it's like shit's blended into the background more and you can kill it, but it's not mouse overable. Mm-hmm. So, or at least some stuff isn't mouse overable. But like, if you don't go through and annihilate everything <laughs> in the room, you don't feel as bad. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. just my it, it's not, it's OCD. not standing out as much. It's not standing yeah. out as much that this is a breakable object. Right. No, and, you and can I get break that. It, it, can't break it. It, it. it makes it it does make it feel a little bit more rewarding when you find that breakable object kind of tucked into a corner somewhere. And it's like, oh, hey, 25 yeah. gold just popped out at me. Awesome. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. But so there, there's a little bit of that discovery aspect there, mm-hmm. that exploration <clears throat> aspect. Yep. So. The um, I want to talk about the skill tree. This, I e skill tree. I'm kind of torn on this. I I wanted to go lightning wizard in the beginning, and I wasn't happy with either of the two choices I had for my lightning spells. Um, but like forcing you into okay, spend this many points before you can move on to the next node or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I, that's okay like forcing you to choose which upgrade you want you can only pick one upgrade mm, oh out of the, off yeah, the like, secondary choice thing, right yeah. i'm like eh, that's okay so i'm just like i'm not mad about it i like that there's choice i like that there's agency i like that you'll have to be able to reroll a character in order to like go down a different path to try something new um yeah, you don't have just, to there's a respec yeah, that's true. You could respect. It's cheap respect to start with, too. It's a couple yeah. of gold pieces per respect. So at the end of the day, I'm like, eh, 
it's okay, but I'm not like super thrilled with it, I guess. I, I think my biggest problem so far going through the skill tree is Barb's whole deal is that Barb holds four weapons at a time. Okay. Barb has a bludgeoning weapon, a slashing weapon, and then dual wield weapons. They have okay. four weapons equipped at any one time. Their okay. abilities are based on is it a dual wield ability, is it a slashing ability, or is it a bludgeoning ability? All right. And you're supposed to be like seamlessly swapping between these weapons as you swap abilities. So uh, I'm playing as Frenzy right now. There's Fury, which is a slashing weapon, which is the basic ability, like your basic left click ability is I took Frenzy as my basic ability. That's a dual wield ability. Um, I could have also taken friend, uh, uh, Flay, um, Bash, Bash is bludgeoning, Flay is, uh, slashing weapon and then it's the same in each of their nodes they have different each of the nodes has a different oh hey this is a dual wielding ability like so mm -hmm. the second ability is double slash for dual wield and then rend for slashing and then hammer of the ancients <laughs> for bludgeoning and it's like the whole conceit about them is that they're supposed to be swapping between weapons and they get bonuses when they swap weapons and do all this kind of stuff but okay the point system in it means I, if I want to do a bunch of that, like weapon swapping and hot swapping my weapons around and move using different abilities, I need to have like a low number of points in a bunch of skills. If you rather want, than oh, just, rather yeah. than maxing them out, you've got yeah. like one here, one here, one here, one. Here. Yeah, and it's like I still only have six active slots to use at a time. It's, right. I still only have six active weapon slots to use at a time. So it's like, okay, I need to focus down one skill type slots. of tree then. Huh? You said weapon slots. I think you meant skill, Sorry, skill slots. slots. I only yeah, have six okay. total weapons, uh, skill slots to use. So right. I need to focus down like one style of this, maybe two styles. But if I want to get more effective with my attacks and my weaponry, I need to be using a certain thing throughout the throughout the course of it. I need to be like focusing down dual wield because it's like, okay, I got legendary weapons in my dual wield in my dual wield slots. Okay, I need to focus on dual wielding. But That's... like the whole conceit of the class is like this hot swapping weapons and doing a bunch of different things at a time. I <clears throat> don't like that. It does not feel good to me to do that. The way that they've got the skill set up currently working. Well, and you were you were saying too, like you're you're having I'm a hard struggling. time. Yeah, I'm struggling with like dungeon bosses, like soloing dungeon bosses. You know, because yeah. that's supposed to be that's supposed to be scaled to your level. It should be a challenge, but it shouldn't be impossible to do. Right. And there was one of the dungeons I went in, and I just slammed my head into it for like ten minutes trying to kill this boss. And I was so just you've, like, you've taken your first death. Oh yes, several. I didn't. I didn't get my first death as a necro until I was level seventeen, and that was only because I did a stupid. It wasn't because of the character. It was because I did something really well, stupid. I went in. I went and tried to get some of the. I went and tried to get the first aspect for Barbarian in their first dungeon. Okay. Um, and the last boss of that dungeon is a giant spider that fires um <laughs> yeah you know the spider boss you know that spider boss right i probably it yeah. fires a bunch of web traps all over the arena and then it fires a bunch of poison mortars that leave uh poison pools on the ground and then summons a bunch of minions including a bunch okay. of spider hosts large spiders and then hatchlings. <clears throat> 
I sat and died on that boss like six times. I adjusted my spec every single time. I'm like, okay, I need more survivability. I need a damage buff. I need, you know, yeah, I need so to they, take... mm -hmm. So they, they definitely need to balance them because if you're, and you've got like, you're using like a full six skills, I'm sure. Oh yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I was, I was narrowing down. In the very beginning, I only had the very oh, first okay. the very first kill. I had frenzy, double slash, which are both dual wielding abilities. I had threatening shout. I think it is a taunt. I had taunt, uh, which gives me a damage uh, damage reduction and taunts all enemies. And I had rallying cry or war cry, whatever it is that gives a bonus to damage dealt. Okay. And I had a legendary ring that every time I used, I sorry, ground stomp. It wasn't threatening shout. It was ground stomp, um, or taunt or whatever. It was ground stomp because I have a legendary ring that gives me every time I use ground stomp, I drop an earthquake on my under my feet. Right. And so I was like, okay, this is how I deal with AOE. This is how I handle AOE. It's like, okay, so I'll take a defensive, I'll take ground stomp, I'll take frenzy, I'll take this, and I took the talent in frenzy that gives me damage reduction on stack, so it's like I've got an extra 20% damage reduction every time I've got frenzy stacked up, and it's like, yeah, I still died. Still died really badly. I'm sitting there kiting around, doing everything I can. It's like, I've got full yellow gear. Okay. Like, and it's like decent yellow gear. I'm not like just throwing on any piece of intelligence gear I find or willpower gear I find. It's like, no, this is like it's mostly strength. It's mostly like damage reduction from elites, damage reduction from close enemies. It's like I'm actually paying attention to what I'm putting on. Well, I'm, not just, yeah. was, I'm not throwing on anything. Was it more than just that one boss? Like, I'm do still you having think I, that they're I, like. Do you think mm -hmm. they're bad in general or, and need to be balanced, or do you think it was that I one boss that, that needs to be balanced? I think that barbs are very much a support or a utility class. I Which think is weird much... for it being a barb. No, like, it's not. They, barbs, no? that was what barbs were in D3 also. Barbs oh. started as a utility class. Okay. Take damage, the very give first, Yeah, the very first barb in D3, the very first really successful barbs in D3 were what were called ZDPS barbs, zero DPS. Their whole job was to gather mobs into a tight pack so that your AOE classes could handle them. Could nuke them, yeah. Yeah. Makes they sense. provided uh, group damage buffs, group damage reduction. They provided taunts, uh, immunity effects, things like that. That was what barbs were. That's what I did for a while in D3 was play the, ZP, the ZDPS barb. Um, My... Here's my theory. They probably have been tuned within a group. Yes, that's very much. I believe that is very much accurate. They've probably been tuned as a group effect thing. Yeah. Well, like someone has been playing the barb within a group of other characters, and that's how they tuned the barb. And you have a bunch of people playing them solo to start off the game. And they're like, why am I? Why is my character weak? Well, and it's also this is it's early game, so this could be a matter of like barb scales differently comparatively over time versus other classes. Mm -hmm. That's true like, too. Um, it could also be a matter of like I've been I'm trying I was going to try to experiment before I stopped playing um, with other basic and core abilities. Like, okay, well maybe if I switch over to being a slashing weapon primarily, maybe that's going to change how this goes. Maybe, maybe I need to work with flay and rend rather than working with frenzy and double slash. You know, it's like try to figure out uh, maybe I, maybe I weave in kick. Maybe I take less points in frenzy and less points in double slash and then 
put, take, pick up more abilities further down the tree. And it's like try to figure out where I need to be to be better at this, to be a better barb. But it's like, I don't know yet. So that's, it's, barb does not, it feels okay, but it does not feel great. Okay. I mean, I've heard other feedback about barbarians already that is along the same lines of what you're talking about. And I think people are saying in general that they're weaker than the other classes. Yeah, and it's yeah, I, I I've heard that same kind of feedback. I've heard that, you know, Barb's not a lot of people don't really feel like Barb is in a very good place. Yeah. So So I mean I I do like that it the skill tree does make it feel like you can specialize in a specific set of skills. Mm-hmm. I think that not to sound like Liam Neeson right now, but I like doing um, electricity and lightning skills. So I pick that for my sorcerer, right? And mm-hmm. it feels good and it feels like I can go down just that skill path and be fine without having to get a bunch a bunch of other elementals. Um mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's a similar story that what you were talking about for the sorcerer, you know, you can get fire and frost and electricity and lightning, but you I don't think it's forcing you into one of those paths, right? It's just allowing you to do one if you wanted to do one, or I guess you could get multiple and do like a Talrasha's type build where you have to cycle through multiple elements. Cycle through a bunch of elementals. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the agency. I like that I can try this build or you could have multiple characters, one that's ice, one that's fire, one that's lightning or one character that does a little bit of each of them. But I do think you will take a hit if you decide to spread out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in you, terms lose of damage, you lose effectiveness, right. you lose cooldown. Right. Because it's like a lot of the barb stuff, it's like you take more ranks, you get lower cooldowns on things. Right. You get power ups and you can kind of. Um, the way that I would put it is that specialization is rewarded rather mm-hmm. than specialization is it's punished. Yeah. Punished. Yeah. So I, th- I don't know. I, I think I like it, <laughs> but it's just such a departure from how things were in the last game. And yeah, I don't like how they did skills in Diablo three at all. Honestly, I wasn't a huge, huge fan of how Diablo 3 skills worked, but over time, I got used to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate the fact that it's like, OK, I have all of the abilities that I can ever get. It's not like locked behind me having to go down the skill tree, you know? Right. Yeah. So I can mix and match and play tree. however. The, yeah, it's like I can mix and match and play this however I want to. I can I can throw these abilities all together and do them however I want to. I kind of like that in D D three, and and they've definitely kind of looked at that a little bit with D four, but they're definitely moving more towards that skill tree based gameplay from D three D two. Sorry, I like it. I I like choice. I like having to make decisions. I like feeling like I'm being punished by making a choice in a weird way. Like you just can't take everything and do everything. You have to specialize in something and be good at it instead of just, you know, taking all the skills. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, 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 I think that's a fair, I think it's fair and valid. 
I just, Neth, what I, are your I, overall I, thoughts about skills? Um, I don't know that I'm a good one to ask because I haven't taken any yet on my necro. You haven't taken any skills? So I have... I wish I could show you what I've taken. Like, I've basically taken stuff that buffs my minions. But my actual skill bar has raised my minions. And then I have what my right mouse... Well, what what would be the right mouse button? But I'm playing controller, so... Um, Mm. Yeah, like... And I'm melting shit. Cool. Nec- I'm gonna be the first one to admit Necros need tuning because they OP. Wow. Well, like, like, I so have the funny thing is zero issues killing anything. The funny thing is, uh, as I understand, ne- uh, Necros like second place, but like a far second behind Sorcerers in terms of brokenness right now. Okay, if that's the case, then I I need to see how fucking broken ass Sorcerers are <laughs> because, like, I literally have. Two things on my bar. One is raise my minions, and one is I think it's called desecrate, and that's my main attack, and that's it. That's. I mean, actually, I think I think I just added what would be my right mouse click, only because there was nothing else for me to choose until I get down to the next tier. So I needed to put a point somewhere. That's actually pretty close to how I'm playing because I only have two skills on the sorcerer. And they're both lightning skills, and that's it. I have I have four skills selected as a barbarian, and I'm still struggling sometimes. Yeah, that that's that's mind boggling. I have left click, right click, one and two. Yeah, yeah. I I've always been a one skill Diablo player. I don't like having a ton of different skills that I have to manage. I like pressing a button and having that skill be super powerful. But, I, get you. I, I, I will also tell you, I have like three or four legendary items and it's like they're giving me bonuses to skills. Hmm. Like, oh, yeah, like I mean, like I have things that I have points in, but they're not on my bar, but I have points in them because of the stuff that I'm wearing, but I'm not counting those because it's not stuff that I've actively well, well, Those are, no, these are extra. So I could have like a three also on my bar, like a one, two, and three, because I've got a spare thing, but it's like, it's not in the wheelhouse of what I'm using right now. Right. So it's like, okay, why do I bring that in? Why do I waste resources on that kind of thing? You know? Yeah. Hmm. I'm just like, I'm just looking at this. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting here. It's taking me like five to group ten with others is what I'm it's hearing. Basically, you need, yeah, you need like, to group with others. <laughs> it's taking me like 10 minutes to clear a dungeon by myself. And I'm like, OK, 10 to 15 minutes to clear a dungeon. This is taking a while. I can come melt things for you. Uh, I'll be fine. Um, how how about the questing system? The uh, World of Warcraft type. Go yeah, to this area, circle WoW. this area on a map. World of Warcraft type questing system. I'm okay with it. I like it's it. All right. I like. I liked, <laughs> I liked the D2 style, where it was just like, okay, you got a quest. Figure out where it is. Have fun. But D3 no. was also nice because D3 also just kind of sent you down a, down a path. It's like, OK, it's down there somewhere. There'll be a mark that shows up eventually. The the thing that I liked about it is that I picked up a bunch of side quests in town and then I just went exploring the open world. And while I was out there, 
there was a bunch of stuff circled and I was like, Ooh, what's in this circle? It's like collect ghoul hearts. I'm like, okay, cool. So I just did that just because I stumbled across it on the map because it was circled on the map. Yep. So I was like, or, or you came across, I, I remember at one point last night you were like, Ooh, what's this circle mean? And I was like, Oh, is it this color? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's an elite or one of those like world event things. Just stand in the area for mm-hmm. a while. You'll be fine. Yeah. That's cool. So I've been kind of liking that. The the fact that like the main story mission drops off your map and then you have to like go back into the quest log to like select the next main story mission is kind of annoying. I kind of wanted it to like auto select the next main story mission so that if I'm trying to just follow main story, I can do that easily. Yeah. So yeah. that got a little annoying for me, but I do like the side quests and I like the World of Warcraft type system for that. Yeah. So I've been skipping all the story beats, by the way, just to get through the game and eventually I'll read stuff and like watch or like listen to the story better. I, so <laughs> will you will you really? <laughs> because that's you're what not Chris exactly says. For... <laughs> the thing that I'm having a problem with on the story so far is that they're they're integrating stuff from D3, but they're also kind of saying fuck you to some stuff from D3 what is one thing that they've kept that you like? What's one thing that they got rid of that you liked? Well, I like that they've kept the story of Inarius and Lilith going from the previous, from D3. That is a core story that they established in D3. That Uh sanctuary was created by Inarius and Lilith for their children. Okay. But they're kind of saying, no, it's not for your children. It was designed just as a resting point and humans and they, they haven't mentioned the Nephilim at all. Um, and that. Yeah, human, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And that humans are just kind of inhabiting the area now. They're not a offshot of the Nephilim as the Nephilim have, you know, diluted their angelic and demonic heritage. Mm-hmm. And that. Because if I remember correctly, in the original story, in the D3 story, Lilith and Honorius together create Sanctuary. Yes. Uh, and they populate it because they, they're, they're done with the, the, with the war. They're done with the war. They want out of it. And so they create Sanctuary and they populate it with their children. And that's how you get the Nephilim, is because the Nephilim are the children of angels and demons. Or they have angel, angelic and demonic bloodline within them somewhere in the past that's what makes them heroes that's what makes them gives them superpowers and all sorts of shit so far they've kind of got this kind of back and forth thing where it's going like ah, oh, well the church believes inarius created sanctuary but then other people think lilith created sanctuary but then that's a lie being told by lilith that she created sanctuary and it's just like it's doesn't this kind of like contradict directly what d3 says in that inarius and lilith created sanctuary together or that Lilith created sanctuary. It's like, I don't, it's, it's, the story's kind of muddled, but of course this is, you know, up to level 25. So it's not going to give you the whole story about what's going on. Well, and, and also I think too, you have to keep in mind that like the people that were coming across in towns are just getting, you know, it's like it's how... secondhand information. But the problem right. is, is that we're dealing with Lorath off the bat. 
who has been living as a hermit. So it's not like he's passing on his knowledge. Indeterminate period of time. But even he is the one who says that Lilith tells a lie that she made sanctuary. He's the one that gives that, that says that Lilith told that lie that she made sanctuary. Before, I mean, before but, you leave him Kiovashad, before you leave him, before he leaves you in Kiovashad, he, one of the lines is like, he, he mentions that Lilith says she created sanctuary, but that's a lie. Okay, but semantically, that's correct. She didn't create it alone. So her to claim creation of it solely. But that's, not, that's not what we've been told. We haven't been told outright that she created it solely. There, there's there's a bunch of fuckiness that won't actually be explained until the game is story complete. Yeah, until we can. Yeah, until we see more of the story and, and figure out what the fuck's going yeah, on. I have they confirmed how long it's been since D three because Lorap has clearly aged. Um, because in D three, Lorathnar is a young man who is a who is the uh, a new Haradrim. Uh, he is the guy that is with Tyrael in town, uh, in adventure mode. So, I mean, do we know how long has passed? It's, it's probably looking. at least 20 years. If I had to guess. I can't add anything to this whole discussion. I'm sorry. I know you, you don't follow the lore and that's fine. It's fine. It's, everybody's got a different story. Everybody's got a different thing that they're interested in. Neff's looking up things right now, but I, I think I, that- I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if they have they have said that it's years after I'm trying to see if they have said how many years. It's got to be at least two decades. I'm guessing it's at least two decades because Lorath was a young man. Uh, and he's described as a young man in D3. And he sounds very grizzled and quite a bit older. So I'm guessing probably 20 years between. 30 if I had years. To guess, 30 years. Okay, so it's been 30 years. So yeah. D4 takes place 30 years after the events of D3. After millions have been slaughtered by the actions of heavens and burning hells. Uh, out of the high heavens and the burning hells. Yeah. During the war in heaven, during the, the the wars, during the blood war and all that bullshit. So yeah, it's been decades. The Haradrim is falling apart. Um, yeah. Well, Haradrim is pretty much almost non-existent at this point. Like, like they, the, doesn't it say they're down to like two? It, it, well, all all we know of the Haradrim so far is Lorath and the man named Donan. Yeah. And I'm not far enough into the story to know anything about Donan, so. No. I know that there's a quest that involves him that lets you get a mount. That's all yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's the only <laughs> thing I know, because I saw the mount vendor, and I'm like, okay, yeah. this is Donan's, Donan's favor. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know where this story is going. I don't know what I, and this might be, and this might all be like mean, like misremembering things, because I didn't sit down and take a bunch of notes when I was playing. Going like, okay, these are these are the notes. These are the beats I need to hit. I usually do that when I'm doing beta testing, things like this, and I'm trying to pay attention to lore things. Yeah, I didn't this time, which is a shame for me, because I like I said, I usually keep very good notes when I'm going over storyline stuff. But I'm curious to see what's going on with the Nephilim. I'm curious to see where they continue off with that storyline, because I'm curious to see if we see Leah at any point. Yeah. Because that's that was a big sort of, hey, this is a big open question. The Black Soul Stone doesn't really ex- does It still exists. The Black Soul Stone still exists, if I remember correctly. And it gets banished down when Leah dies. 
But we don't know if Leah's still around. We don't know what the fuck's going on. We don't know if they're going to continue any of that storyline. And that bothers the shit out of me. I hate that shit. I hate that crap when they don't fucking continue a storyline and don't give you any sort of explanation about it. It's just like, no, it wasn't it dark just, enough, so you can't ends. talk. It it's ends. done. That's it's the end done. of it. Yeah. Fuck that noise. You, you, you don't need the end of a story. It's 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 just over. <laughs> well, it's like, and I assume Diablo Immortal maybe says a bit about the story, but I didn't play Immortal, so. Uh. Kevin, you have any more you have any more thoughts or anything you wanted to go over? Because uh, I still have one thing that I'm definitely going to talk about, but I know that for a fact that I'm going to mention this because it's made me very confused and very kind of. Huh? I'll go ahead and mention it. Um, has anybody heard the barbarian female voice? No. She sounds like she's from the Midwest. <laughs> what? Maybe she is. The bar- Okay, so the barbarians have always been portrayed as sort of like this sort of Slavic kind of Germany-Russian accent. And this, the barbarian female sounds like she's from the Midwest. I was going to talk about items. Yeah, sure. Um, I, it, it's, it's been very confusing to me. Did Her voice actor's Canadian. Remind me of Diablo 3. Was everything two slots big? Or is that new for this game? Uh, no. Okay, so items, all items were two slots large. Uh-huh. Um, the only things that weren't Except for were rings. Ring, rings, necklaces, follower items, and belts. And that's how it is in Diablo 4? I believe so. I have no idea. I haven't really been paying attention. I don't, I don't remember getting a belt yet. No, because some of the weapons were like one by three. Some of the right. like belt belts were and, one and now by we're talking two. D two or are we talking D what are we talking right now? I can't remember if it was D three or not. <clears throat> so D three had pretty standardized item sizes. Most mm-hmm. everything was two items tall, generally. Yeah. Two slots tall. Two slots tall. Hmm. Well anyway. I think um I don't know. Itemization just seems weird right now. Like, there seems to be some pretty good bonuses on even the blue and the yellow stuff. Yellow seems like a pretty big jump over blue. Mm-hmm. Um, the unique stuff over the rare stuff. Yes. yes. But um, I don't know. It just it doesn't. I mean, early game itemization never really feels good anyway. It's always like, oh, is this number higher? OK, put it on. And you're doing that until you get to max level. So it's hard to like judge how itemization is now. But I do like some of the kind of game altering type changes that I've seen on at least the unique items where you could get like another rolls, uh, another evade. If you know, instead of having one evade uh, charge, you get two. So mm-hmm. some of that stuff seems pretty cool. I like that. Um, and I like the thought process behind getting unique items that change your play style instead of just trying to get a set of items, which I never liked in Diablo 3. I don't like being well, told what to do in terms okay, of like, but, get this but keep in mind, like you could get to end level and there may be set items for max level. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Diablo 4 or Diablo 3? 4. 
Okay. We don't know if there will or won't be set items yeah. at max level. And honestly, I have no problem with set items. You, For- you didn't have to use them. There were builds that like were completely built off of just legendaries. Okay, so I real quick yeah. buttons. D one largest item was a two by three. Okay. okay. Uh, the D two largest item was two by four. Okay. D three okay. standardized all items except for rings, belts, and necklaces. Everything okay. was a one by two. Hmm. Except for rings and belts, with rings, belts, and necklaces, which were one by one, which were just single square. Got it. But, Nath, I think the problem with Diablo 3 is that, yeah, you didn't have to use set items, but all of the best ways in the game to progress were by wearing a set. And I feel like I didn't really realize that until I started listening to podcasts and hearing, like, listening to people talk about playing the game. And it seemed like what it boiled down to was get a set. And, you know, to the point where they just gave you a set when you completed the when you got the 70 in the seasons, right? At the end of the season, well, you you complete some tasks during a season and you get a set. So, yeah, I... It was too based on sets, and it seems like they're moving away from that, which is positive in my opinion. Yeah, I I don't care either way. Like I'm I'm fine either direction. So, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I like most about action RPGs like this is tinkering with my items, tinkering with my skills, finding something that I feel is like super overpowered, and like killing a bunch of shit, right? And having unique items rather than a set gives me more agency to change my items around and find something that might potentially be OP. So. I'm happy with it in that respect so far. I don't know how you guys feel about items so far. Um, I'm good with items. I, I, uh, I'm so not. far, yeah. It, it's, it's got very... I feel like it's very much got a... D2 sort of itemization kind of feel. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I feel like there, there's a wider array of things that can spawn on weapons and gear, and the higher the rarity, the better jump it is in terms of quality, and it's like the more slots, the more item budget available. hmm Okay. So I'm not, I'm not upset with it so far. I mean, it's, it's very much it's very much designed to keep you on the treadmill longer. Yeah. Have you guys gotten into crafting items, salvaging items, crafting mats, any of that stuff? A little bit. I've salvaged a shit ton of stuff. I only just opened the, um, the gems for crafting when I hit 20. I, I have, I haven't, crafted any item any gear yet i've crafted potions and elixirs mm-hmm. i upgraded my potion and i crafted a couple of elixirs to try to help me get through some of those dungeons um yeah. i put an aspect on one of my weapons on one of my pieces of gear um and i've upgraded a piece of gear because that's part of a quest you have to upgrade a gear for yeah. a, a side quest thing it's, I feel like it's a lot of 
currencies to manage? There like, is. It, it very much feels like early Diablo 3 with all the currencies. Yeah. I'm not really a huge fan of that. And I don't mind it strictly because there is there is like there is reagent storage. There is a dedicated storage for your reagents. You're not like it's like D3 at the end. It's like you had a dedicated storage for your reagents after Reaper of Souls came out. <clears throat> and it's the exact same thing. It's a flyout mm-hmm. menu. It shows you what you have in total. Yeah, I don't mind that. I like that actually, but it's just having, you know, 16 different craftable mats to worry about and like then one of the vendors i went to it's like do you want to upgrade five of these herbs into this other type of herb and i'm just like what is all like i don't even understand what all this shit is let alone so that, that actually tiers makes sense of herbs and shit that made sense to me that actually made perfect sense because i played a lot of d3 um mm-hmm. because there were there were four separate crafting materials in d3 to start with you had your common your common crafting material, you had your magic crafting material, you had your rare crafting material, and you had your legendary crafting material. You had four crafting materials that were necessary. Then you got those based on the type of thing you salvaged. Now, the fact that you've got fucking metal ores and leathers and herbs also is a bit much extra added, but, you know, I get it. They're trying to make this definitely more of a sort of ARP. They're trying to make this definitely more in the MMO sort of witcher kind of you're juggling things to make things kind of thought process and it's like i get it do i like it not strictly i don't really like the thought of having to go out and do a bunch of gathering to get everything i want yeah but it's like i get it because i did have to do the same thing in d3 there was a lot of that and it's like it was worse in the beginning of d3 because you had to go out and find certain types of crafting materials also you had to go there was like level based bands for crafting materials so you had to kill mobs of like certain levels to craft to get certain items for certain crafts which was Mm -hmm. annoying but it's like I got it. It's like, okay, yeah, there's like four different kinds of fucking rare item crafting material because it's in separate level bands. It's like, this is your 1 to 20, this is your 20 to 40, this is your 40 to 60. Yeah. Annoying, but I get it. But I think it's, yeah, I, mm-hmm. it, it's going to rely on what you can build with those crafted items and how strong are they and are they viable against random shit that drops in the world. I think that's always what they're competing with in Diablo. It's like, oh, I can spend all of this time to collect all these fucking rocks and build this item. And then I go and find something in the world that is better. And I immediately put that on and replace it. Well, that's the treadmill, Kevin. The treadmill is always going to exist. Mm-hmm. But it, if you're putting in more work and you're putting more thought and agency into it. There needs to be either, you know, like they did in Diablo three, where you can like tweak it and you can like re-roll and tweak certain aspects of it to be more of what you want to reduce some of that rng or it needs to be at least viable if not more viable than random shit that you find in the world there has to be a reason to use it other than oh this thing just dropped from a fucking random chest and like now i just replace this item that i spent two hours gathering resources for that's always going to be the threat though kevin that's always going to be the threat wow does that too yeah 
MMOs do that all the time. Oh, yeah, you got a crafted item. That's great. The crafted item is only going to carry you so far because there could be something you're going to randomly pick up. And again, we are also in the first 25 levels of the game. Yeah, true. So you you need to expect that you're constantly going to be upgrading items or switching things out. Yeah, that's that's why items and crafting and everything is just kind of suspect because it's so early game. But you know how much I like crafting and I feel like it's always been kind of shortchanged. They did improve it in Diablo 3, but um, I have high expectations if they're going to go to this level of nonsense with all these different crafting mats. Well, it's just like, well, you compare it to Final Fantasy 14. I like the crafting in 14. Crafting in 14 is very active. You're engaged in it. There is what you do actually matters when you're crafting. Uh-huh. Compared to WoW, where it's just like, okay, you input the things and it's done. Yeah. Versus what they're doing here in D4, which is very much a, you put the things in and then you guess maybe you get something good. Maybe, who knows? Uh, Neth has been probably quiet, mostly probably because he's playing Diablo right now. But no, I'm not. What, <laughs> what have you liked or disliked about the game, Neth? Um. Okay. In all honesty, my only complaint, and it's a petty thing, and it's a quality of life issue, is that. I would like to see and stop making the fucking joke when I say it. I would like to see there be a back door to the dungeons. Shut Which up, I Kevin. Because it's like there was one of the first yes. dungeons you go to has a back door. Like yes. it has it has, yeah. a, it has, it has the, the rope, rope to, get, to go right. out. TP yes. to the, yeah. Okay. So my thing is, okay, and you know, like every, you know, everybody's this is up. Well, you can tell you can town portal. Yes, you can town portal. But, but I want to do things in the area. What if I'm in the middle of exploring an area and I've popped into this dungeon, which then goes fucking way deep, has no back door, but I don't want a town portal because then I'm going to have to fucking run back to where I was. Well, the other option is I'm going to have to run back to the fucking front door. And in some cases, it's just as long as if I town portal. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, I agree with you, especially because they're working with an open world map. And yes. you do want to leave the dungeon and keep exploring that. And open keep world exploring. Like maybe I maybe I went in there to do a quest and I want to go back out and turn the quest in. Maybe I went in there and I have something else that's right beside it. Like there's lots right. of reasons why I don't want to town portal and then have to fucking run the hell back over. Especially where there's town well, that, portals and, aren't as plentiful as they were in previous uh waypoints, you mean. Waypoints, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like the 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 waypoints aren't as plentiful, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, do well, I go to this, this one? And is this much of a run? Is, do it I... sounds like it's kind of an issue of like, maybe this whole thing is designed with the mounts in mind. Yeah, which which likely is part of it, right? Yeah, and, and like I said, it's a quality of life thing. It's not game breaking for me. It's just I've had moments where. I've gotten frustrated because I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to run all the way back out. Just give me, where's my rope? Give me the rope. <laughs> you gave it to me in the first one. Where's my Not going to make any jokes because I don't want to get us banned on Twitch. <laughs> I understand what Neth means. I, mean, I, get, I get where she's going. I get where she's going, though. PoE does this correctly, and Diablo 4 does not. Where it drops, it drops you away back out to the beginning yes. of the dungeon at the very end. When yeah, it like boss, opens up a secondary path, a or it opens a portal. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. it opens up a path that directs you right back to the beginning or it gives you a portal immediately mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's okay if it's just like, a cellar right but if it's a dungeon oh, no it's i'm not i'm not talking like the little okay so there's two types of dungeons that i'm coming across so the ones that are little squares those are cellars like, those are actually cellars. called yeah. cellars versus dungeons yep. right and then there's the ones that are like little gates i'm talking the ones yep. that are little gates well, like the game actually calls them cellars and dungeons. Right. So, uh, yeah, and it's just like, yes, that, that is very kind of stupid, especially if I'm going in there and spending 15 to 20 minutes trying to clear this shit by myself. I really don't want to fucking hoof it back because there's respawns in the dungeon. Yeah, no, I've had respawns, Neff. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I've had, I, I, I've had respawns. I. I don't know if this is intended or if this is a bug or whatever, but I've had I've gone through a dungeon and it's like and then I've gone back towards the very beginning and the mini map has grayed back out because I've been on one side of the map for so long. The mini maps grayed out on the other side again and there's respawns on my way back out. So I've just gotten into the habit of just town portaling my way out. Well, I have not had that issue. Hmm. So. And now it's typically it's typically like wraiths and things like that. I've seen wraiths pop back up. Now, this again, this might be a matter of like me having some sort of weird confirmation bias or it might be some sort of weird like I'm looking at it this way and it's like, oh, this is something I missed clearing when I was pushing through. But I've been I'm very thorough when I go through dungeons usually. Mm. Um, yeah, this might be a matter of me just like not identifying how it needs to be done. So, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's realistically like what i've done so far i'm i'm having fun running around and exploring and finding the different things to do and finding the you know little mini quests and side quests and you know doing certain things then opens up new mini quests and side quests and that weren't there before and you know like i'm i'm having fun with doing that stuff um but yeah, that's just my my only complaint is just that qual- one quality of life issue that just you know, and it's you know it it's frustrating at times because it's like oh for fuck's sakes, do I take take the waypoint portal and run back, or do I run back through the dungeon? Because depending on where your dungeon's located, it really and truly could be the same length of fucking run. Mm-hmm. Because some of those dungeons go fucking deep. Are the yeah. dungeons randomly generated or? I don't no, know. No, I'm assuming it's tile based. I'm assuming it's tile based or it is. I'm assuming they're either static spawns or they're tile based. Yeah, because LB's asking in chat, how does that conflict with how things were randomly generated in the past? But well, we might like not have were... gotten to the point where things are randomly generated yet. A lot of. Well, they've never been randomly like generated. Were. Diablo's never been purely randomly generated. It's always been tile-based. So they have a set of yeah. tiles built into the system, and it will randomly, randomly attach valid tiles to each other to create maps or dungeons or whatever. So it's conceivable that the dungeons are randomly generated, but obviously the open world isn't. I don't believe the dungeons are randomly generated. Right. But there could I'm, be something like I'm rips. sure that the open yeah. world isn't because yeah. the 100%. open world map is persistent. Correct. Hundred percent. The open world is not randomly generated because it has to be. It has to be static for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't know if dungeons are being randomly generated or not. 
I don't. I think. It, I think at best the dungeons are tile based. I think at absolute best the dungeons are tile based. Well, yeah. I mean, randomly putting together tiles, right? Yeah. I. I think. Well, no. Okay. So there's randomly generated, which is procedural generation, where the entire thing is randomly assembled out of valid elements that exist right with versus tiles which are larger which are larger spaces that are pre-generated that are just connected together that was the problem with d3 is that everything in d3 was tile based so you knew what dungeon you knew what tile set you were in and you knew how you had to move through it if you had if you if you had enough generational knowledge built up on how everything was connected yeah that's probably how it's going to be in this game i i don't see them moving away from that it's just probably easier i think it's an easy i think it's a much easier system for them yes um but yeah i i'm sure there's going to be other shit like riffs where you just go in and there's randomly generated tile sets and you go through those undoubtedly until you fall asleep playing Um, one of the things i i'll say too that i i like is that you can go to that one statue in i'm drawing blank on the the name Thank you. And change your world difficulty. Yeah. I, I immediately started on two. I started on two. I, I started on one and I think it's like super easy. Yeah, I started on two. That There's no way. Your was... issue. <laughs> yeah, for real. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't have that much issue fucking doing no, it. I suppose. The reason that I didn't go to level two initially is because it didn't say that there was like better drops. If they would have said like rare loot drops ten percent more, I would well, have done that. They said it says that experience increase. I believe gold and drops gold and experience. Yeah. I don't remember if it was items or not, but it, I know no, I just, know it's, gold it's experience. Gold and experience. Yeah, that's fine. It's whatever. Fuck it. I'm gonna go and do fucking level two. Why would I not do level two if it's available to me from the get go? Well, I would go back and try that boss that you're having trouble with on level one and see how much easier it is. I know it's going to be easier. Why should I go back and nerf the content, though? I think that might be an issue of how they balanced against the different difficulty levels. It literally know. tells you. It literally tells you. World tendency one is for new players, and right. world tendency two is for more veteran players of the game, the more veteran players of ARPGs. It yeah, literally would, tells you that. I think. Um, Right, but I'm I'm interested in how much easier level one is for you versus level two. You're you're so, talking like go for science and not yes, go for science. Not not not, per, not permanently nerf it, but like go for science, just that one boss, and see yeah. what the difference is. Right. I mean, I, I don't think Gavril should be dying six times in a row to even a level two boss, world world level two boss. Um. That seems yeah, after switching everything after switching my entire talent build yeah, up every time. Exactly. So yeah, I think I think you need the four science that to find out is it an issue with the level scaling or is it an issue with be, barbarians? That could be valuable feedback, right? <laughs> world tendency. Sorry, LB. I know it's not world tendency. It's world difficulty or world level, but <laughs> world tendency is the first thing that popped into my head. But that that could that could make some for some valuable feedback if you're yeah. like, hey, I tried to do this on this. I'm a veteran player, and this is what I dealt with. I went back and for science to, and this is what I found. 
Oh, I expect it to be tuning. I expect it to be well. So the thing is, D three had like eleven levels of torment available at the start, along with normal, master, nightmare, and hell difficulty, and then it went to inferno and then torment, or it went to inferno and torments were the level of inferno that you were on, or whatever. And there was a lot of granular level available there. There was a lot of granular dialing in of what difficulty you wanted to deal with. If it is like a fucking massive shift between level one and level two, and there's four levels in total that are available, that's a problem. Right. Well, they also aren't scaling gear into level two, so... You know, if you were doing like Torment 2, you would get Torment 2 gear to help you fight Torment 2 bosses. Okay, no, you wouldn't. So Torment just increased the number of items that dropped. Okay. So it wasn't that you got better quality gear. It's just that you got more gear available. Got it. So by by just by dint of having more things drop, you had a better chance of getting something good. I see. Hmm. Well, yeah, I agree with Nath. I think you should force science that and see is it the bar or is it the scaling? Because, yeah, that, that's a big um, that's a big variable in there that you didn't mention the first time. I assume both of you were playing on second level. I just played first level just because I didn't know what it was going to be like, and I didn't see any real benefit. Fair. So. And they said you could switch it during the game yeah, at any you time. Can, you can you can like literally run past that thing and switch it every time you run past it if you want to. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. Fair. It's okay. It's something I'll take a look at. That's about all the feedback I had, Gavril. I don't know. Are you guys? Yeah. Um, besides the weird Midwestern female barbarian voice, <laughs> like I want to hear I, it I'm, now. I, I'll, 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 I'll load up and let you all and try to find something where she talks back and forth and let you all hear it. But yeah, it's just kind of weird to me. Hmm. It's very odd. I don't have. There's a lot of feedback I could get. There's a lot of feedback that could be here. But I don't know. I don't think I've got too much more that can be talked about right now. Fair. So I'm in a good spot if y'all are in a good spot. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a good um, spot. Okay. Um, well, uh, Kevin, you got any final thoughts? My final thoughts are I'm glad I didn't pre-order the game. Don't pre-order a game, even if they give you a giant button on the main menu asking you to pre-order the game. pops up when you get to the first town. Um, Wait until the game is released and... (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. Neff, what do you got? I don't pre-order anything. Um, I haven't in a long time. Or if I pre-order it, it's like I'll do it I, like a day or two before. Hey, hey, I, I just pulled it up in the background. It's a 45 minute queue right now. So y'all might want to like log oh, in. Oh, fuck me. So, OK, thank you. Uh, just a heads up. Um, yeah. yeah, don't pre-order. That. Don't pre-order is a good thing. a good sentiment to continue. Neth, what were you uh, what were you saying on your final thought? I don't remember. <laughs> you 
distract me with cues. <laughs> my apologies. Um, my final thought is, um, <clears throat> I've said it before. Like, if they get rid of the C-suite and they get rid of executives, I will be happy to probably buy this game. Like, even if it's not exactly my cup of tea, I still love the Diablo franchise. I still ARPGs are still one of my favorite games. Um, and I just I would like to see something good come of it, you know. Um, give the game. I and I and I had a conversation with one of my friends about this. Um, I'm not going to judge anybody by the choices they make. I would love to support the people I know at Blizzard and the great dev team I know that exists that has been working on D4 for a decade. I would love to support them, but I don't think I can. But I'm not going to judge anybody for supporting them. I'm not going to judge you. That's your choice to make. I don't get to impose my viewpoint about that on you. So if you're going to buy the game, buy the game and enjoy it and have fun. Don't let somebody else brigade you on it, you know? Uh, besides that, I think that's all I had. Uh, anybody else? I'm I'm curious about these friends that you say exist outside of the group. Who are who are these people? I'm being I'm being very cagey there, Neff. I'm being very <laughs> incredibly cagey on that. It's Carrie, our buddy Carrie, who works at Blizzard. <laughs> like you have friends? What? Yeah, fuck you too. That's going to be our show for this week. Folks, to talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Coast to Coast EU. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Lich. I, of course, am at Am I Witty Yet. And our wonderful, wonderful buddy, Neth, is at Neth Winch. Send emails to feedback at coasttocoasteu.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show here on twitch.tv slash ctceu. For links to today's show and for a link to our Discord, you can visit the website at coasttocoasteu.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Sister, iTunes, Spotify, however it is that you put words into magic holes in your brain. That turns it into images and then also makes it into thought um say 14 minutes left <laughs> say 14 minutes left i don't fucking know bye bye, bye.